Hello, my sweet friends, and welcome back to A Touch of Clarity podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Charland, a woman on a mission to make you a better friend to yourself. I'm a cognitive somatic and intuitive healer, meaning I help you to align your mind, body, and soul. The intention behind the work I do is to help you to heal your past trauma, unblock your chakras, connecting with your guides and become the most awakened and abundant version of yourself. Through a range of science, holistic and energetic methods, I help others to step into a life full of love and full of intention. I hope this episode adds a touch of clarity into your day. Hello and welcome back to A Touch of Clarity podcast. I am so excited for our first ever Thursday episode. So if you're new here or you're not really sure what's going on, we have created kind of like a little mini series um, where I am joined with one of my besties who's a yoga teacher um, and our little new series is going to be called Cacao and Connection. Where we spill the conscious tea. So we are your hosts. My name is Shelby and I'm Kirsten and I'm just so excited for this we're basically like our intention around this new series is kind of just to have you guys as like a fly on the wall to our conversations that we have on the daily Mm -hmm. because I feel like we just chat and chat and chat and it just never ends (laughs) but I love that so yeah yeah I think it's going to be really cool we're just going to kind of have it unstructured Mm. we're just going to go with the flow and sort of see where the conversation takes us yes super exciting free flowing we love that (laughs) but we thought for kind of like the little intros of each of the episodes we could do kind of like a live update and also share something that we're loving at the moment so Mm -hmm. I would love it if you share yours first my something that I'm loving I'm coming at you with something really lame (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving meal prepping right now I don't fully like meal prep create my meals and then microwave them but I like have have everything cut up like ready to go because I just feel like life is busy and I don't have time right now to cook that's me. <laughs> I love that though because I don't think that's lame at all. Mm. Like I genuinely think that's so helpful. And yeah, I notice the difference when I have even like my breakfast, like even pre Yes. Oh my like gosh. Meal prepped in my mind. Yep. Yeah. It makes it like, it's one less thing you have to think about. Literally. Mm. I love it. What are you loving, Shelby? So at the moment, and it's something very business based, but I'm loving looking at my business in terms of quarters. So I used to only look at my business for like kind of the month, but more specifically like the week. So I would just like open my diary and see like what appointments I've got or kind of like what I could implement within that week. Whereas now I'm looking at it like in three months chunks. I vibe that. Yeah. So I've got like a Google Doc where I've just kind of like put a table in there for each month. And then like at the start of the quarter, I'm going to sit there and be like, right, what do I want to achieve in this month? Mm. Like what's my main focus? So for example, June, I've got a lot focused around studying. So Mm -hmm. um, like implementing that. And then like July, I want to do like a free event and Mm. then I keep going Mm -hmm. like that. And it just makes it a little bit less overwhelming. So I'm loving that. You can look at it as a whole. I love that. I always get the best business ideas from you. (laughs) I'm stealing that. (laughs) Do it. Honestly, like I wish I knew about this like 18 months ago. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm very focused on, like, the present, which is great. Mm. But then, like, the following week comes and you've got, like, no clients booked in. You're like, ah. Uh-huh. Whereas if you have things, like, implemented throughout, yeah. even weekly goals or whatever, yeah. it just makes it Keeps so much that easier. structure. So it's kind mm. of like meal prepping, but for the business. Mm. Love that. Meal <laughs> prep your business, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess, like, we'll just do it sort of like how we would if we are catching up. Like, what's new mm. with you? Like, what's mm. going on? Life, little life update. I... Finally, I moved to Adelaide in November last year, I think. I feel like I'm finally just getting like settled now in my routine. Um, I've signed up to a Pilates studio, which I am like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how much of an impact that would have on my mental health, like getting back into those regular Pilates sessions because it's something that I love. Um, yeah, I'm just flowing at the moment. I'm in this real like season. I guess I'm in a bit of a hustle season, um, but also trying to be present while I hustle. So it's navigating that. 
that's my life update. I don't have much <laughs> this week. I honestly feel like we were having a conversation before we recorded that like you're in such a creative like mode at the moment. And I love that you mm. said like season mm. because I think it's so true. Like you have times where you're like more academic and then mm. other times when you feel more creative mm-hmm. or more physical. And yeah, I think it's really cool to like tap into that and then like use that in different parts of your business and life. Yeah, because I don't think it's sustainable to be constantly creating or constantly in the analytical mind or constantly going like you do need those phases in your life where you're stepping back and yeah it's like as women I think we have like our you know 28 days yes 30 day cycle anyway yeah and I've been like tracking my cycle mm. a lot more. like I used to track it obviously because I was like am I pregnant whereas yes. now I track it more for like okay like when I'm ovulating I'm gonna do like more Instagram live exactly and, and then with going going back to my like mm-hmm. um scheduling like now I actually look and I'm like oh this week mm-hmm. I'll be on my period so I'm not gonna like yeah, do any group stuff or yeah. you know maybe I want to do more like of the bookkeeping because mm-hmm. then I can be kind of like brutal and like yeah. analytical like you said mm-hmm. so yeah and I then love that. you've got the like broader seasons as well that I think mm. you're referencing which is really cool mm. yeah I love that you're working with your cycle it's I've tapped into it a little bit but it's definitely like as a female it's mm. I think important yeah, yeah. definitely mm. nice mm. <laughs> nice <laughs> um, my little life update oh my gosh sorry <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> left you hanging <laughs> I'll ask myself um, no I'm kidding um so I signed up for a few courses, which I'm super yes. excited about. So I don't obviously know heaps of the details around mm. them yet, but I have one in June, which is EFT, which for mm. those who are maybe not familiar with, is called Emotional Freedom Technique. And I'm super, super excited to do like, it's a three day, like full on all day oh, course, um, which yeah, can't wait. And then there's mm. like heaps of pre and post studies and mm. tests and stuff. Um, so I'm really keen to implement that and mm-hmm. use that as an offering. Mm. And then in December, I've got the big one, which I'm really excited for. It's a four certification. So it's in um, NLP, NLP coaching, timeline therapy, and hypnotherapy. Mm. So hypnotherapy has been like a dream of mine. Even before I wanted to do psychology, I was like, mm. I want to do hypnotherapy. Yeah. I just think like the subconscious mind is like insane. Oh how much stuff is stored there and how Mm. much we like don't even tap into it Mm. and then to kind of integrate the more spiritual stuff like I really want to do like regression hypnotherapy so Mm -hmm. like looking at past life stuff or um I was listening to a podcast the other day and there was a practitioner who can actually tell if you've got like other entities like imprinted on you and stuff and the lady that he was interviewing I like trust so much and she was Mm. sharing her experience where they like found out that she actually had like an entity that was like it sounds really scary but it's Mm. not but like had kind of like imprinted on her when she was like a cocaine user (gasps) and so then the practitioner like detached her from that and now she's like my whole life has changed oh my gosh she's kind of gone through like a rebirth Mm. so i'm like ooh, like i think it's very science-based but also Mm -hmm. you can make it like woo-woo which Mm. if anyone who follows me knows that i love Mm. the bridge between the two Mm -hmm. we love that that integration of both (gasps) and i love courses you're just going to be like immersed in this Mm. like knowledge and this expansion and it's just like oh I'm so excited (laughs) for you and can I be a guinea pig please yes I love that yeah imagine that and then we could like record it I know (laughs) literally (laughs) but no I'm actually yeah really keen like I'm not a practitioner that's kind of like one size fits all like I know for some people breath work's amazing for other mm. people they don't necessarily want to be like actively participating in their healing so yeah like Reiki's great for them or sound yeah. healing and yeah I just I don't ever want to get stuck like I want to be like a forever student I don't ever yes. think I'm like an expert in anything like yes I want to just constantly learn and evolve and mm-hmm. then I think like creating and like potentially this is coming like a offering that intertwines all of those like mm. Reiki sound healing breath work somatic release EFT hypnotherapy mm. my gosh the one the, stop shop yeah mm-hmm. the double whammy oh god I'll be booking in like every <laughs> week <laughs> everyone needs a bit of Shelby in their <laughs> life honestly oh. <laughs> right <laughs> well mm. um shall we kind of dive into today's topic I'm really excited yes for it. please what are we talking about today so today we thought we would share our kind of opinions or just kind of weave the conversation of relationships mm. Mm. big we, subject yeah I've 
Oh, sorry, no. you go. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't think that we're obviously experts in that, mm. but it's just like our opinion and yeah. yeah, how like we're navigating being in a relationship. Mm. I feel like our relationships are similar in a lot of ways and different in a lot of ways, of mm. course. But yeah, the conversations that we've had around our relationships, I'm like, oh, this is juicy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. And I think we want to just kind of put like, a little disclaimer sort of thing at the beginning and just say that obviously both of us at the moment are in heterosexual relationships and we're going to be using terms like masculine feminine or men women like Mm. interchangeably and kind of throughout this episode Mm -hmm. so when we are talking about the masculine and feminine energies we are referring to the energies so it doesn't matter if you are male or female or if you're in a non-binary relationship or you know a same-sex relationship all of that good stuff take what resonates leave mm. what doesn't um as we said just for the sake of this conversation we don't want to overcomplicate it by mm. trying to give options for everyone we're just going to talk about our experience and yeah, yeah kind of i guess make some generalizations which yes. may not apply to everybody and we're fully aware of mm-hmm. that also yeah good little preface there thank yeah. you <laughs> amazing well why don't we just sort of start with how long like have we been in relationships and maybe mm. just like without obviously oversharing just like a little bit about our men yeah <laughs> our boys um i have known caleb oh should i just <laughs> should i say his name <laughs> sorry if you're listening caleb um no i've known caleb for about four years um we met when he was living in Queensland and we sort of just kept in touch. It was kind of one of those things where it was quite a special connection, I feel, and we were always drawn towards each other. Um, And we, I guess, had journeys to take uh, on our own. So we, you know, went on our little path. And then when I moved to Adelaide, I guess we reconnected. And here we are six months later. We just realized it was our six months, like, last week or something and I was like oh that's cute so yeah that's Caleb and I how about you and your men I love it Mm. Um, so it's really not interesting Steve and I matched on Bumble I love that (laughs) and it's funny because people are like oh on Tinder I'm like no Bumble Bumble it's different (laughs) Um, and then we had like our first date so we've been together three years and it was actually our three years this month Mm -hmm. Um, and we I remember because we work when I work worked my other job like full-time we worked around the corner from each other so he picked me up at office works oh, that's and cute. he was running a tiny bit late and I was like down the sticky I was looking at, like sticky notes you know you're just like waiting like oh I was like so scared you know first date feels mm-hmm. and I remember he's like excuse me ma'am do you need help and I was like no I'm good thanks and I turned and it was him oh my god so I say to people I'm like oh we met down the sticky aisle <laughs> At office works. <laughs> and I remember Romance when, isn't dead. <laughs> I remember being really drawn to him on Bumble for like his personality because mm. his photo was him with like a llama on like a top of a mountain. Oh my gosh. Like he travels heat, well, pre COVID traveled a lot. Mm. Um, and I was like, this guy's just funny. And then I think his bio, which I found out not so long ago, it was actually his best friend's bio that he stole. So I was like, oh, it doesn't even mean like what I and, thought yeah. it was. But his bio was like, just looking for someone to pay half of my mortgage. Oh. So I was like, oh, he's like serious yeah. about settling down. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I just got out of like a year long of like being single and just like, you know, having fun and whatever. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cool. Um, but yeah, we met and we had a date and yeah, it was kind of history from there I remember um about two months into our relationship I'm like this boy's like not asking me out like we're Mm. spending pretty much every day together and he's like not asked me to be his girlfriend like what's going on and I said to him one day like you know that awkward like so what are what are we and he's like you're my girlfriend (laughs) and I was like but you never asked me he's like was I supposed to ask you that he's so innocent oh my gosh I love that yeah (laughs) Caleb and I had a similar I was like just randomly so like are we dating he's like yeah what do you mean of course we're dating I was like okay I just needed that validation thank you (laughs) no it's so funny because then like other guys that like I was maybe seeing for like six months whatever yeah no yeah we're just just seeing each other Uh uh-huh and so yeah it's different when you meet a guy that's like so innocent and like playing the game they like have no idea but so sure of themselves right like yeah yeah, it's cool (laughs) or so sure of what they want I should say Yeah. yeah 
So obviously you are very like spiritually based and mm-hmm. like you I think on a personal level and then also in like your business. Mm. I would love to know whether like Caleb has the same kind of views or like outlook on life or whether mm. you guys are like the polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Um n- no. <laughs> Short answer, Short answer no. no. I would love to say that Caleb's like this spiritual junkie, but he's not. He's open, which I think is important. I don't know. What about you and Steve? Yeah, Steve, like I always say spirituality, no, like mental health, yes. Yeah, meditation, yoga, like, and that's Mm. kind of like physical health, yes. And Mm -hmm. he's very logical as in science based. Mm. So he'll like be fully open to that kind of thing because Mm. there's a lot of backing. Whereas when I come home and I'm like, oh, I had this client today and I saw, like, this angel come in or, like, mm. this guide. He's like, what? Mm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. like, the Reiki, the energy side, not so much, but the more, like, mental health stuff he's open to. Yeah, funny you say that about your um, – when you say things to him because we had a session the other day. I had some healing with Shelby and I went home to Caleb and I was, like, so excited. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, Shelby saw all these things for me, like, all these animals, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like – you know what, I'm not even going to like tell you any more about my experience because I feel like it's just not resonating with you. So yes, Caleb's not really mm. spiritual. Do but you find that like, like would that become an issue for you guys or are you just kind of like, you do you, I'm going to do me? I don't, I don't feel like it is an issue. I don't know where we are right now. Like it, it would almost be too much if we were both like fully invested in this you know, self-growth and healing and spiritual world. I mean, like Steve, Caleb is into like the mental health um, side of things and, you know, looking after yourself and and whatnot. But yeah, I think it would be a bit too much. Yeah. Mm. And it's interesting you say that because for a while when I first opened the centre, I think I went through like this kind of like ego thing as in, not necessarily like a bad thing, but I was very much like, this is amazing, like, feeling how good I feel with yep. doing all these practices and, like, connecting with spirit and mm. stuff that I wanted everyone to experience. Yes. So, so then I'd be like, baby, you need to do this. I know. And he's yep. like, I don't want to do it. And yeah. I'm like, do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, like, now, like, as we're having this conversation and I'm reflecting, and, like, don't get me wrong, you know, down the track it may be really nice if mm. we both were into it. But I think for right now, like you said, if I was holding space for people in like such a deep way for like, you know, eight, nine hours a day mm. and then I came home and then my partner was like, okay, I want to sit in like integration with you. I like, know. Let's do this, like, which yeah. is beautiful, but yeah. I just think like you said, we would be exhausted. It would be a lot. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So I think it's nice to have that balance. And I think in a way, Caleb keeps me grounded in that way. Like he brings me back down to <laughs> earth. <laughs> I'm like, he even, it's so funny. I'm like, I'm such a like, oh my God, let's do this. I'll see something. Let's do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. And he's like, oh my gosh, you just want to do that because you saw it. <laughs> so yeah, he br- he brings me down to earth. He grounds me, yeah. which is good. <laughs> I love that. That's so good. And I think as well, like it comes back to the openness. So like a big thing mm. for Steve and I in the beginning and like we had to kind of have a few tough conversations, mm. especially when I opened the center. So it wasn't like when we met, I was mm. very spiritual, mm. but it was a hobby. Yeah. And like, you know, he knew that I had these practices that I would sometimes do like meditation and, mm. you know, listen to high frequency music and that yes. kind of thing. But then when it became like, it's, I don't even, and maybe this isn't the best thing, but I don't associate like the center as like a job necessarily. It's like a way of living. And yeah. it's like, a huge part of me and I think when you mm. are running like a sole business mm. that people say you know you're not your business you're not your brand yeah. like I am you are you know yeah I mean? exactly um so there's no separation so I think we, we had to have like a couple conversations where I was like look babe like before that was a hobby and it was like a thing whereas mm. now it's like a way of living and I just mm. needed like a little bit more respect around it mm. and it's like I would never force my views on him mm. and vice versa but I also needed some open-mindedness exactly and some consideration like I said to him, it's the same thing as me. Like, this sounds awful, but I don't really necessarily care about his job yeah. printing. But he'll come home and he'll be like, you know, a 20-minute conversation about, like, this huge printer that he was selling today. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but I think that, wow. Yes. Like, that sounds yep. so cool because, like, yep. he's excited. And, like, yep. so we've learned You just need now, that support. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've learned now that... I just need mm-hmm. you don't need to believe in it as such exactly. but you need to respect it and exactly. be open to it so yep. I think even if you're not like running a 
you know, quote unquote spiritual business, mm. even if you want to get more into it or you want to start doing healing practices even just having a conversation and i think we get so scared when it comes to our partners of like it's going to be such a deep and overwhelming Mm. conversation when it doesn't have to be like Mm -hmm. i literally just said to him one day like i didn't say babe can we sit down and have a talk yes that's like like, ah scary whereas i just said like in passing like hey like this has become like a really big deal for me now and like i'm never well touch wood (laughs) never going to change my career yes get used to it essentially and i was like i don't need you to do it or essentially believe in it but I just need some respect and open-mindedness mm. I think that's part of like the growth journey to growing together are you okay sorry you're right um growing together and as a couple it's like of course you have to have separate interests and stuff but once again comes back to the respect like just knowing that they're going to support you no matter what they'll be there for you um and someone to like talk about shit with you know what I mean like you don't have to understand or generally have an input but yeah just to Mm -hmm. have a nice combo yeah Mm. and I guess like that kind of opens up the conversation to like communication exactly because that's been like a huge thing that I've had to navigate and like I always say I'm a recovering people pleaser Mm. so like that kind of comes into play as well Mm. it's like I used to be like oh I can't say that to Steve Mm -hmm. because he's like I'm gonna upset him he'll get offended yeah Yeah. and so I would love to know like about yours and Caleb's conversation and communication style that's so funny that you say about our conversation because we conversation for us has been like a journey I I used to think that I was like this best like this great conversationalist like I was so open like look at me I'm so aware and like oh my gosh, I'm really, like, when it's come down to it and I'm learning so much about myself recently, um, I do, like, shut off a lot and he's the same. But we're slowly learning to, like, open up to each other. Um, We don't really have a conversation style yet, but I do like to... I don't know, like, if something's on my mind or bothering me, I do like to sit down and have have a chat about it. Or sometimes I'll, like write about how I'm feeling to get really clear on that and then like bring it up with him um yeah but I feel like he's I mean he's actually probably better than me (laughs) lately um so it's good we're like helping each other in the same way like grow with our conversations but I feel like you and Steve are like you're like conversation goals (laughs) like yeah (laughs) it's like yeah it's interesting because so I've had to really look at, like, I think I've like, been the same as you. Like, mm. some again, like, the ego kind of comes in yeah. because we try and be very conscious and, like, we do self-development, mm. which maybe the boys don't mm. so much. So it's like, oh, I'm great. Mm. Whereas I realised through a lot of childhood trauma that I had that was affecting mm-hmm. my communication style, mm. which obviously Steve didn't experience, so he didn't have that. And, like, a few things kind of came up for me when, like, you were talking. So... For example, I used to bottle so, so much up and I still sort of do. feel that. And I wouldn't... So say if Steve did something that upset me, Mm -hmm. like, I I don't ever want to seem, like, naggy, Mm. but I know to, like, the right person, it's not nagging. It's, Mm. like, you voicing your concerns. Yeah. But I was like, oh, don't say that. Mm Because, like, you know, da-da-da-da. And I think at the start you do, like, second-guess yourself and, you know, you love this person and you want to hold on to them. You don't want to, like upset them or offend them yeah. or yeah once again be naggy or and come across that true. way like we almost put up like a mask yeah you put your best version for exactly you wanna, like impress them yeah and, so yeah i let so much go in the beginning. i know you want to be like unfazed unbothered yeah, yeah nothing and, chill <laughs> I and now i'm like i'm psycho yeah like, <laughs> um but yeah so i used to bottle so much up that then mm. i would explode mm-hmm. and so then to hear oh my gosh i feel this it yeah. would be like holy shit where's where did this come, this come from? from yeah but for me it's like an accumulation of yeah. like months of little things and mm. then like steve is like one of the most chilled guys i know like mm. nothing phases him like he's super chilled but he's a bit of a hothead so when mm. he gets going he's like he a goes yeah and then whereas for me because i've been in situations growing up where i couldn't leave like i was essentially trapped mm. this shows up in my adult life as as soon as something kicks off i need to leave yeah wow and then with Mm -hmm. steve he likes communicating so Mm -hmm. it was like this kind of like 
double thing Push and where pull. I would need like a second to like breathe because uh-huh. I was overwhelmed and it was like triggering for things that I'd experienced in my past. Mm. But then it was triggering for Steve if I would leave. Mm-hmm. So even so, we had to like navigate this thing. So now we kind of are in the understanding of. I need to not leave the front door because mm-hmm. that was a big thing for me. I'd be like, well, I'm not staying anyway. And I'd start packing my Bang. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then he'd stand in front of the door and then I'd feel claustrophobic. Oh my gosh. He'd be like, you're not leaving and driving yeah. in this mood. Yeah. So now we've got like this really good, well, you know, how good confiding me. Yeah. Like, this good kind of system where he knows that like if something happens and we have a bit of a like blow mm. up, I just need to go in like the other room and just like, and like just relax for a minute. Remind my nervous system that like I'm safe to be yeah. having this situation. Yeah. It's not going to turn into like a big thing again, mm. like I'd experienced prior. Mm. Um, and yeah, so like it was a weird thing to kind of navigate because it was like my wounds would come up because I'd feel trapped, and then mm. his wounds would come up for like abandonment. So it was yeah, like, he didn't want me to leave. But it's like I need to leave. Hundred yeah. percent. You hear of that so often. It's like. Um, I don't know, like attachment styles when one person is an anxious attachment and the other is, I don't know the word for it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, one avoidant, one leaves and then one tries to cling on to that. And then that makes the, the, the the runner, the lever like feel more. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow, that's interesting. Mm. I didn't know that about you guys. Mm. Whereas now I try and like voice and I like, I, we even down to like, instead of being like, babe you did this and yeah did like, even switching that like and i'll mm-hmm. catch myself sometimes being like well you and i'm like no mm-hmm. i feel and i know like you can kind of feel a bit icky about that because mm. it's a little bit you know what i mean mm. but it really works because then you're not like projecting onto somebody and saying mm-hmm. it and then making them like withdraw and be like exactly attacked because i yep. used to do that for steve like mm-hmm. i would know like something so simple like when you and because that's the thing as well like we would be fighting about this bigger thing that's been bothering me for months but to him, it's because the TV is too loud. Do yes. You know I mean? Oh my God, that happened to and Caleb and I the other day. We were fighting about something, and then I said, "Blah blah 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 blah," and he goes, "Oh, so it's really about that, is it?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, maybe, yeah." yeah maybe, okay. mm. And then I think as well, like a big thing for us is navigating. So, like in terms, and we'll kind of go into like this a little bit more, but in terms of like the masculine and the feminine kind of roles Mm. i know steve's more masculine i'm more feminine Mm -hmm. and it was kind of awkward not awkward but like clunky in the beginning because for example like i would call steve about something that happened in my day yeah and then he would essentially not even listen to the full conversation and he would cut me off and he'd go well you need to do this yeah you need to do that trying to fix it yeah Mm -hmm. and i've learned now because i used to be like why does he do this and then yeah. i get frustrated because i'm like you're not even listening yeah. to me like you're just like trying to yeah. yeah like make it about not you but like yeah that you can save the day yes and it used to frustrate mm. me until i kind of studied around like that's what the masculine mm. does is they need to like fix things they're like the protector yeah yeah and so we even had a conversation around that and i was like why do you do that mm. like i love you and i know it's coming from a good place but like why do you do that mm. and he's like i love you so much so it makes because that's the other side thing that he used to do like if i said like such and such did this were really upset he gets angry and i thought he was getting angry at me because mm. he'd be like well you need to stand your ground and mm. you need like and then afterwards he's like no it makes me angry at the situation because you're so nice and people mm-hmm. take advantage of that yeah so then we had to have like a conversation around that and i'm like i'm a big girl you're like, a big girl i can mm-hmm. handle it like i run a business like mm. i've been through a lot like i can deal with like this person being a bit shitty mm. and so then now he kind of has to recode and be like okay she just needs me to listen so like yeah. even now it's like a reminder i like because you can't just have a conversation once and mm. then that's the only time you exactly do it. so i'll call him and i'll be like hey babe like i want to share something that happened in the day like i'm all good like i have a resolution i just want you to hold space and listen listen to, it. to me and then i'll share and then he'll respond yeah i love that yeah I- but it's interesting to kind of like create like it feels awkward and scary I know well I think that's the thing with communication like it's not you're not taught how to communicate you're just kind of navigating this weird thing and I think relationships are the best place to bring up like all your trauma like you were saying your trauma around communication and communication styles and triggers Mm -hmm. and all of that so yeah I think relationships are a good place to learn it's so true and even like adding on to that like silent treatment was like oh my gosh that is me yeah or like thinking that he knows how I feel if I slam this door he'll know that I'm upset about that thing that he said two weeks ago yeah and it's like it's like the passive aggressiveness yes and I Mm. hate that about myself (laughs) me too (laughs) feels the stuff I know but it's like 
once again, it's just what you're what you're used to. Yeah. And, you're... and I think even as like women, especially because I don't really like, I don't know if it's just Steve, but like, I don't really experience silent treatment from men in my life, whereas mm. women I do. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it kind of goes back to conditioning how we've been told to like, keep things in and shut things down exactly close our throat chakras Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree Mm. it's um it's a tricky one it is hard to navigate Mm. but yeah like i'm not saying we're perfect like we still have blow-ups and Mm. he still drives me nuts but like we're trying i feel like yeah like i said i feel like you guys are goals a little bit (laughs) we love that we love that i would love to talk about like the feminine and masculine energies Mm. kind of like the polarity or maybe like you know whether it works for you guys or whether Mm -hmm. it doesn't Mm. well i feel like caleb personally is very traditional in a way Mm -hmm. i guess like he is very of the like men are protectors um, providers and females are like nurturing and which I don't disagree with um, but also I feel like everything's changing and mm. I I feel like I am in my masculine energy quite a bit um, especially like lately just trying to like you know do all the things um, but in saying that he's quite supportive of that as well like he loves to see me work hard and <laughs> he's like yeah that's my girl <laughs> I love that um but yeah I definitely feel that strong masculine feminine um in our relationship Mm. I think that's so true like I noticed when I first launched the business Mm. I was like so far in my masculine of like getting shit done like going for it but then that had like a negative kind of impact on the relationship Mm. because then I would like bring that back home yeah and then it was almost like two magnets like repelling each other because Steve's very core masculine Mm. And then I am usually feminine. Like, I think Mm. I'm definitely the more, like, within the relationship. Like, I can do these things. Mm. Like, the other day, he put, like, my tea on the top shelf. And I could have got a chair and got it. But I'm like, Mm. hey. I know, right? (laughs) You just want someone to just do those things for you. Yeah, you know. And so a a personal learning thing has been, like, acknowledging when I should be in my masculine. Mm. And, like the business mm-hmm. like the structure of the business definitely but then it's been really nice to drop back into my feminine like mm. the other day like I felt super guilty because he like cooked dinner and he yeah. like, cleaned up the dishes and yep. like, he was so beautiful he was giving me foot rubs and like yeah. oh my gosh it was love. like beautiful yeah. and afterwards like I said to him like I feel really guilty for like receiving this mm. but he was like you've worked seven days this week oh, like bless. he's like I worked five mm. and he's like you're stressed like I can just tell and mm. he like almost got pleasure out of like looking after me whereas if I was in my masculine as well and I just it wouldn't work yeah exactly because you'd be like resisting that I think that's funny that you say that about when you first opened the center and you were like in your masculine all the time I feel that it's like if I've had a big day like working hard my mind's going blah 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 and then he's there in his masculine energy as well and I'm like but I just want you to like take care of me now. Like one of us needs to back off, but we're both just like, go, go, go. And he's like, I can't take care of you because you're in your masculine as well and you're doing everything. Exactly. (laughs) He's like, can you back down? I'm like, no. (laughs) It's so true. Like, cause I used to get really triggered. Like, I don't know if you've heard of Monica Yates. No. Um, She's Aussie who lives in America and she's like, she's a period coach, but she does so much around masculine, feminine energy. Mm. And some of her stuff really fucking triggers me Mm. because she'll, be like stop emasculating men and I'm like I'm not yeah but then like when you kind of break it down it's like oh shit like yeah maybe I have been because she talks about how like and obviously you have to take into account like the wounded masculine but she talks mm. about how like the divine masculine doesn't want to like open the door for women because some women would be like I can do it myself yeah and like when I first used to hear that I was like no like mm-hmm. that doesn't happen and then mm-hmm. like I would hear more things and I'm like oh maybe yeah, it does maybe happen it does. yeah yeah or like they're scared to you know do anything that maybe is like you know politically incorrect exactly yeah Mm. so I think there's a whole conversation to be had about that and once again navigating it in the relationship growing through it and I think it's like interchangeable like how you were saying like I think you have to have that balance um and I know a lot of men I think typically struggle with like stepping back Mm. and not you know, feeling like they have to constantly be go, go, go. So I do feel sad for men of 
mm. this day kind of thing because yeah. it's a lot of pressure. It is, yeah, mm. it really is. Like I've been listening to the Man Enough podcast oh, okay. um, with Justin, I can't, well, Gary or something, I'm going to really mm. botch his last name. He was in Jane the Virgin. He's oh, like yeah. Raphael. Oh, my God, <laughs> yeah. vibe. Anyway, um, and it's him with two co-hosts and so it's like, Justin and another man, his best friend, and then yep. it's a female, Ooh. and she's like a feminist, and it's it's a really beautiful podcast. Mm. I like highly recommend. Um, and they really talk about, so they talk about the wounded masculine a mm. lot, but then they also talk about from a man's perspective. And I'm reading Justin's book at the moment called Man Enough, and it talks mm. about like the pressures he had as a, a child, like mm-hmm. growing up, he wasn't muscly enough or like attractive yeah. enough. And it's true, like especially being a female, like we really look at like what young girls have to go through and that's very relevant and very important but I do think I didn't really look at what men go through and even that opened a conversation for Steve and I and I was like where in your life do you feel like emasculated yeah or maybe where do I make you feel emasculated Mm -hmm. and having like an open non-judgmental conversation around that Mm. I love that conversation to have I Mm. think that's really because it comes back to men not feeling like they have a safe space to talk about this stuff you know what I mean especially how you said like about young boys and feeling like they have to you know there's so much like spoken about the insecurities on females like how about the insecurities on males and yeah it's not spoken about no near as much no exactly it's true and I think as well even navigating like because when I hear like oh we want the men to receive Mm. I think about it in like the way that I receive but sometimes it's not like I'm learning that even like without getting fully into it but like sexually like I can take care of Steve in that way like Mm -hmm. if I say babe like you like sometimes he wouldn't want me to Mm. take control of like we're gonna do this or we're gonna do that because that's what he likes to do but I can do it more in like a sensual way Mm. and then bring the feminine still be in my feminine but give exactly if that makes sense yeah because I feel like it would be nice for guys to just like have the pressure taken off a little bit like oh she can yeah. take control. Yeah, yeah. Or like the performance. Exactly. Like, yeah, the other day I could just tell he was really stressed. So we did, I was like, let's go to bed. I'll give you like a massage yes. and we'll put some candles on. And like that that moment he was able to drop into his feminine mm. and receive. And I was like controlling what was yeah. going on for that hour or two hours or whatever. Yeah. So it doesn't have to even be like for long periods of time. Mm. It can just be like simple Short little activities. Little. Yeah. 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 Mm. I love this conversation. I feel I like know. we could talk about that one. We could go um, for days. But I want to sort of switch the conversation and talk about like individual time or creating space within the relationship because for me personally I was having a conversation with a girlfriend the other day and she was like I love that you and Steve are so individual Mm -hmm. within your relationship and I do like 99% of the time but then other times I'm like oh I wish we would come back together a little bit so I think it's like Mm. a balance um because like for example because he's not into the spiritual stuff like I will go and catch up with people like yes. you or go to, to certain spiritual that. stuff mm. yeah, to fulfill that need mm-hmm. and then he goes cycling or he plays football yeah. and I don't like that stuff. I know. I feel like you can't expect to get everything from your partner as well. Mm. Like you do have to have, gosh, I think it's so important to have your own like interests, your own friend group, um, your own hobbies that you enjoy, like work on something for yourself, your own goals, all that stuff. Um, because else it doesn't bring any fresh energy into the relationship yeah you know like if you're both doing the exact same thing you've got all the same hobbies Mm. all the same friends like Mm. there's never gonna be anything that's coming that's like new or like you new and fresh yeah and I feel like if you go off you know you spend a day apart because Caleb and I don't live together and I know Steve and you don't live together either um but you know when you go off and spend a day apart and then you come back together at night it's like you can talk about your day you can talk about I did this I did that and it's yeah I don't know it's it is important to grow on your own I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing especially for me um because I was single for so long I got so used to like being alone Mm -hmm. and doing everything myself and so it is, in a way, it's nice to have someone to share things with and I love our time together, but I still think for me it's so important to have that individual time to sort of keep my identity in a way. Yes, yeah. and I love that you brought that into the conversation because like, as you're talking, I was thinking about how 
I have experience with clients who, mm. and like, you know, there's nothing wrong with this, but they give so, so much, but they lose themselves yeah. within the relationship. Mm. And then if it ends, they're left then with like, who nothing. am I? Yeah. Where are my friends? Where's yeah. my support system? And it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I know it is. And I feel like even for me, like moving to a new place mm. and obviously I knew Caleb when I got here, but you know, we've sort of connected and he's been sort of my support here I guess Um, but even you know connecting with people like yourself it's just you've got to have that outside of the relationship I think it's so true and like I wouldn't want to create like codependency or Mm -hmm. like create resentment within the Mm. relationship because if I feel trapped and again like it comes back to like your wounds and your traumas and everything Mm. but like a big one for me is I don't ever want to feel trapped within Mm -hmm. a relationship and I've been in these sort of situations before and I always think like I wouldn't have created clarity if I was still in that other relationship yeah because they keep like you know keep you small yeah and keep you limited whereas Mm. I do have a lot of freedom and like creative freedom within my relationship and again going back to like that masculine feminine energy it's Mm. like for me I feel like Steve's like my house structure yeah like my home yeah but then I can do this in the mm-hmm. home. Like, I don't know if that's a good example. No, but yeah, like, I get that. You know, or maybe, like, he's the bed of the lake and uh-huh. then I'm the lake inside. You're just, like, in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing your thing, flowing around. Yeah, flowing around. <laughs> no, I agree. And for me personally, too, I don't want to... Because in the past, I feel like I have been needy and I mm. have been dependent on someone else. So that is quite a big... Um, I guess you could say fear of mine mm-hmm. is to be fully dependent on someone else. Like, I would never want that. So... I kind of actively work to have that independence in the relationship. I love that. Mm. I think it's so important. Mm. Mm. I know. And I know, like, before we started recording, we were talking about, like, the social expectations Uh of, like, social norms Mm. within relationships. So I would love to bring that into the conversation. Ooh. Well, you know, obviously it's like... I feel like we're kind of in non-traditional relationships and timelines do you Mm. think I think timelines is a big one just in general you know it's kind of like there's this idea that you get together by a certain age you get married you have kids you you know do all the things together but I think breaking down that and breaking down the expectations and just allowing yourself to be in the present moment Mm. and just enjoy where you are now without that pressure of all the future stuff that comes do you think it's so true like when I was young I was like by 23 I'm gonna be married with like three kids like my mum was yeah and I'm like coming up to 25 in a couple weeks and I'm like yes (laughs) I know I'm so far from that (laughs) but like so sharing kind of like a personal thing that's been like going on Mm. with me and Steve so and like I kind of think again this comes back to the communication thing so when we first kind of got together like maybe a year in or whatever there was like a few comments kind of chucked around or a few um jokes Mm. where he'd be like well I don't want to have kids or like you know I'd be like oh like look at my food baby and he'd be like well that's the only baby I'm ever going to give you like stuff like that and I thought oh he's young it's just like this thing and then one day it was actually on my birthday last year which I just think was like really shit timing (laughs) on my behalf but I turned to him and I said when you say these things like are you being for real or yeah. is it like you're a young guy that doesn't want responsibility at the yeah. moment because like that's cool if it is but like I kind of mm-hmm. need to know and he was like well like I've kind of been thinking about it and I don't know if I want kids mm-hmm. and like at the time that was like heartbreaking Huge. yeah because I am like I want kids yeah, like more than you've anything you've got such a nurturing vibe oh, thanks honey <laughs> <laughs> and so we went through it was so funny because we actually went away for my birthday like we like it was really weird like we had this conversation on my birthday and I was like well what now like do we break Mm, up or like gosh I know and it just came out of nowhere like we'd been together for two years like happy as Larry and then it was like this big bomb it's like a seed of doubt that got planted in your mind and it was so out of the blue and I think that's the thing as well because then I started getting angry because I was like if you've known this forever you didn't tell me what are we doing yeah and then I was like kind of like why are you wasting my time yeah. because to me it's like I want the house and the kids mm-hmm. and the dynamic and also um, that's fine to want that as well yeah and mm. I think that's interesting too because I had to look at my norms and be like he's not weird for not wanting mm. kids mm-hmm. it's just different to my views and then like yeah we had to kind of navigate that on its mm. own but then 
because it was a really weird timing. So yeah, we had this conversation and then like two days later we were supposed to go away mm. and we were like, we've paid for this accommodation. Oh this so we went and it was just like <laughs> awkward. Awkward. Like we'd never been awkward in our relationship oh, no. and we were so awkward. Yeah. And we were joking about this the other day because we were like, how weird were we this time last year? Like we were amazing for two years and then this weird period and then he did his ACL. And so it was like, we went away and then a few weeks later he had to have like major surgery. Yeah. And he needed basically like a full-time carer because he lives in an apartment without a lift. So it was like stairs and stuff. So then I like moved in with him. Oh my gosh. For like a little bit. And it was just like so weird. And then we just sort of like never spoke about it again. Oh, we were like, (laughs) throw that one under the rug. Out of sight, out of mind. Like (laughs) that didn't happen. And then we like slowly started like integrating it back into Mm. the conversation and like more in like a jokey way. Like Mm. sometimes you need that time to, you know, like how you were saying, just to retreat a bit, get your thoughts together, like Mm. sit in it. And, you know, maybe like you said, you were you know thinking too far in the future and you're like well I'm happy now so really is it that big of a deal like putting these expect expectations on our relationship or can I just be happy in the now and see where it goes that's so true because Mm. yeah like this time last year I was like nah like exactly I'm gonna and I kind I did detach like I felt Mm. if we hadn't had going away and maybe him injuring himself like I don't know where we would be and I did feel for like a couple months like I really detached from the Mm. relationship because in my mind I was like well this isn't gonna last exactly we're just going through the motions until we want to have this horrible conversation again yeah but like more recently like the past like six months or so like I've really come back to that like am I living in the now or Mm. am I living in the future and I was a hundred percent in the future Mm. and it's like I don't want kids right now. Like, I've just birthed this business. Exactly. This is your baby. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying that I'm staying with him in hopes that he changes his mind Mm. because that's his decision and I'm never going to, you know, what's the the saying? Like, an anchor baby? Like, have a baby to make someone stay? Like, I would never because I want to do conscious parenting and I want, like, somebody who's super excited. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it was really weird to navigate, whereas now I'm, like, for right now, he... Mm is everything that I want Mm. and so the future stuff will figure out you know I mean it does matter but at this present moment it's like not even a reality right now and he might change his mind you know you never know and I think like you were saying before it comes back to social norms because I felt Mm. like obviously I shared things with my girlfriends and like my friends are beautiful and they're like you know who cares like what happened you know Mm. they're very on the same page as us but then like talking to other people about it especially with like the older, older generation generations, they were like yeah. what are you doing yeah and like exactly. then you feel that pressure of like oh people think that i'm not actually committed to him uh-huh. or i don't actually love him or it's just a little fling yeah, yeah. and it's like no like i'm 100 percent committed yeah. like it's full on but yeah. yeah like you've got this like weird mm. pressure of like yeah or you know even when older people are like so when are you guys having babies oh my or, gosh or like when are you when moving are you in mar- <laughs> oh when are you moving in when are you getting married yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a whole relationships are hard in general and then you've got the pressures from the outside world as well. It's like, oh gosh. You focus on you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Let me do me. So I feel like we've kind of spoke about like lots of things. Yeah. And um I'm thinking just like we do like a summary to kind Mm. of like close the show. But like my biggest tips and then I'd love to hear yours, like for me, I think like and I know it's so generic, like open conversation, yeah. but like even if you preference and say like there's some stuff that like I want to talk to you about, like can yeah. we just have like a judgmental free space? Exactly. I'm not saying this to like attack you. I yeah. really want to work on our relationship. And and then I, like a thing I said to Steve as well, like if I ever bring a concern to him, I'm like I'm saying this because I want to grow within the relationship. Yeah. Like I love you so much that I want to work on it. And then afterwards there'll be time for you to tell me where I can improve. Mm. Um. So yeah, for me it would be like open communication. Mm-hmm. If you guys have different views, just be like respectful of that and don't feel like you have to be in each other's pockets like I don't feel like Steve has to be spiritual because I can be spiritual by myself and it doesn't you know add or take away anything Mm. and yeah just like live in the present like don't be so fixated on the future I love that yeah that would be like my kind of takeaways what Mm. about yours I love obviously communication is a huge one and I feel like you know I mean I'm no master communicator but it is I think if you want a thriving relationship, it's like something that has to be at the forefront of it. Um, 
I feel like personally a tip I would give myself for the past and maybe others is not being so attacky if that makes sense like not if you can once again take the ego out of it and when you are having these conversations or you know just in general just like have that empathy to Mm. know that they're also growing in the relationships um and then having independence I think that's a huge one yeah for me yeah and I didn't even add in the conversation but I think as well like don't be afraid to break the routine Mm -hmm. this is something Steve and I have really started like evaluating lately Mm -hmm. and there's a few things that I'm changing in my personal life which I think will add like a beautiful dynamic to our relationship because we are very much because we both work a lot and Mm. like Steve's very active so like he'll go to the gym for like two hours an evening Mm. whereas I'll work in that time but we were so and still are like this is a conversation and I'm talking like we had this like two days ago Mm. whereas I said like I feel as if we're in the routine of like I get to your place you're still at work Mm. I do some work then you come home and Mm -hmm. then you do like your downtime or you know whatever the little jobs you need to do then we'll watch at the moment Breaking Bad. Sometimes yep. it's Love Island Love or Married at First Sight. <laughs> and then it's like we do our intimacy or, you know, whatever. Yep. And then it's bed. Yeah. But there's no real. Just yeah. allowing space for flow. Exactly. Mm. And like, so I said to him the other day, like, okay, what would it mean to you to like spice things up? Mm. And we had a conversation around that. And then I said, I'm needing a little bit more of this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's easier said than done, but just don't get into like a rut of being like, oh, I'm too tired to put effort I into know, the relationship. I feel like, yeah, I have definitely been there. I feel like Caleb and I are kind of good in the keeping things spicy. Like mm. we always do different adventures. Yes. Um, he's good at that too like he's quite an instigator of that so I feel blessed in that um but also we're only six months in yeah three years in so maybe it'll come yeah like it's not even like for me like the intimacy side of things like that that's all good yeah it's more like just the mundane like yeah we'll get in the habit of literally like the same position on the couch (laughs) I sat in Steve's position on the couch and he's He's like like, what are you doing that's been my position for three years like get out you know or like he always gives me a foot rub like if he doesn't I'm like what's wrong (laughs) where's my foot rub oh my gosh I'm gonna go home and ask for a foot rub <laughs> do it it's the best because he's really good he's got like he's diagnosed himself with ADHD yeah. so he can only focus on one thing so yeah. like he'll just get stuck of like rubbing my feet on like like almost like automatic like oh autopilot and so it's so good it'll be like three hours and I'm like thanks babe oh, that's the best <laughs> but I really enjoyed our first episode yeah. of Cacao and Connection I think it's been a hit hopefully mm. the listeners think the same yeah um but yeah like we both are super open so if there's any topics that like you would love to hear from Mm -hmm. us like send us either of us a dm on insta we've got a few things in the works a few things that we're planning and Mm -hmm. we're very excited for yeah um and yeah if you want to follow us all of our information will be in the show notes thank you it's been a pleasure chatting with you oh my gosh i feel like we need to like (laughs) do this way more often (laughs) i feel like we've just had a catch up and we've just been like recording yeah exactly like every chat we have we're gonna bring the mic (laughs) (laughs) and the cacao (laughs) but we will see you in the next episode yeah thank you bye for now bye thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode i really hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as i enjoyed creating it remember that you can't rewrite your past you can only recode your future if you want more information on the work i do please visit my website www.atouchofclarity.com.au or come over to my Instagram at a touch of clarity. Please remember to subscribe and write a review as it means so much to me. Have a beautiful day and I really hope that we connect again soon.